Welcome to the Educational Leadership Moment, where you'll gain valuable insights on research-based and experientially learned educational leadership principles and best practices that promote student success. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your host. With my extensive experience as a classroom teacher, school administrator, and central office staff member, I'm dedicated to sharing effective strategies to ensure student achievement. So, grab your favorite beverage, a pen or a pencil, and a notepad, and get ready to take notes. And if you find this moment valuable, and I am confident that you will, please like, subscribe, and share with your colleagues, friends, and family. Thank you for joining me on the Educational Leadership Moment. Now, get ready to take your educational leadership to the next level. And remember, when students are led well, they learn well. Hello, I'm Dr. Kim Moore, Assistant Superintendent for Career and Innovative Programs and retired military officer. I'm honored today to share my experiences in the military and how my military career led me to become an educator. Now, before I share my journey, I want to honor our veterans and their families for their service to our nation. I especially want to thank our family members for their sacrifice and service because they create the conditions for service members to serve. Each veteran and family member deserves our gratitude and respect for their sacrifices to protect the principles upon which this country was founded. I had the privilege to serve this nation as an army officer. Hua. Now Hua means everything from good morning to things are great, um, how are you doing? It's just a general term that we use in the Army. So for 20 years, one month, and a wake up, I had the honor to lead soldiers and civilians in various positions and locations. My area of expertise was nuclear, biological, and chemical warfare, weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> now I know that's a mouthful, so we just called it NBC, or bugs and gas. As a Chemical Corps officer, my career caused my family and myself to move 14 times, live in seven different states, and a foreign country. In addition, I traveled across the United States and numerous countries on temporary duty assignments. While I loved my military career, it was not my first career choice. You see, when I entered college, I wanted to be an FBI agent. My major was biology with a minor in chemistry, so I wanted to be a forensic scientist. However, because I started college early, I was scheduled to graduate at the ripe old age of 20. And 23 was the requirement to become a special agent. Since I was in ROTC, 
the FBI recruiter encouraged me to serve in the military for three years and then apply for the FBI Academy with veterans preference. Now I have to be transparent and tell you why I joined ROTC since joining the military was not on my radar. Well, ROTC was offering helicopter rides if you joined. And my father was a helicopter crew chief, so I wanted to experience his work. Now, I stayed for the semester because I was told by my friends that it was an easy grade. Well, what my friends didn't tell me was all of the requirements to be in ROTC. And honestly, I was a terrible cadet in my freshman year. In fact, I was rated the worst cadet by my peers. However, after I moved past my ego and got out of my feelings, I realized how ROTC could help me become an FBI agent and serve my country. So I committed to improving. As a result, I was selected as the first female cadet commander in the history of the school in my senior year. I also won all of the leadership awards. So I went from worst to first. The day after my college graduation, I was commissioned as a second lieutenant in the United States Army, HUA, and began my military career as a third generation soldier. Yes, my father and one of my grandfathers had served in the army. So we are a military family. My husband is a retired Marine and one of our sons is serving our nation today as a fourth generation soldier. So I know you're wondering why did I decide to make the military a career when I was going to be an FBI agent? Well, for two reasons. First, I found my calling. I loved leading soldiers. You see, leadership is a privilege, especially in the military, because you hold the lives of your soldiers in your hands. All of my decisions directly impact the soldiers that I led. The military also helped me find my voice as a leader. Throughout my career, I was often the only female officer on the staff. As a result, I understood I was a role model for other soldiers. My leadership training gave me the confidence and courage to leverage my rank and position at the table to advocate for all individuals. Second, when you serve in the military, you serve in an organization whose purpose is larger than the individual. You see, my work was not about me. It was about defending the idea of America. I put my uniform on every day to protect the freedoms of every citizen. My commitment to serving required my family and me to make many sacrifices. But it was necessary because freedom is not free. 
When I retired as a lieutenant colonel, I wasn't sure what my next career would be, but I wanted to serve a larger purpose. A mutual friend in the military suggested becoming a teacher because I loved teaching and training soldiers. While my last military assignment was at the Pentagon working for the Secretary of Defense, the best job I had during my military career was serving as a basic training company commander. My drill sergeants and I turned civilians, which were typically high school students, into soldiers. So as I reflected on my friend's recommendation, I was torn between two options. They were to work for a defense contractor, making a handsome six-figure salary, or become a teacher, earning less than I made with my military retirement. Well, after a lot of prayer and family meetings, I chose education as my next career. Now, I know what you're wondering. Why didn't I take the money? Well, because in education, we shape, mold, and influence the future. Let me share my why. Throughout my career, I have chosen service over money. First, I believe we were created for a purpose, and our purpose is to serve others. Second, educating students and serving our nation ultimately fulfills the idea of what America is all about. You see, I was born and raised in Chester, Pennsylvania, which is 20 minutes from Philadelphia, the birthplace of the United States of America. In elementary school, I remember visiting Constitutional Hall, where the words, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Although I have lived and worked in places where I was not always welcome because of the color of my skin, I have always believed in the idea of America. While our country is not perfect, it is a beacon of hope. The founding principles of our nation serve as the inspiration to the world. I believe we can achieve the first 14 words of the preamble of the Constitution. The words, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union. We, that means you and me, are the we the people. So as we celebrate our veterans today and every day, remember the first 14 words of the preamble to the United States Constitution, which states, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, to achieve the goals outlined by the founding fathers, I believe it starts with educating students, then, 
each generation, we have the opportunity to move closer to achieving an ideal America. Together, we can move closer to a more perfect union. As I close, I'd like to leave you with three questions to answer. First, what is your purpose? Because we were all created for a purpose. Two, how will you use your purpose to serve others? And last but not least, what can you do to move us toward a more perfect union? Remember, we the people is you. You are the leaders who will move us closer to a more perfect union. Embrace your power because now is the time to step up and lead. Thank you for the privilege to honor our veterans. Thank you, veterans and your family, for your service. Thank you for tuning in to this educational leadership moment. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to my moments on your favorite platform to receive notifications when we release new moments. Also, don't forget to check out our past moments, which are available for free on all major platforms. In these timeless episodes, we cover a range of topics related to educational leadership that are just as relevant today as when they were first released. To learn more about improving student success, please visit my website at kimdmore.com. There are resources and information for you, your team, and your organization. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your educational leadership guide, and I believe that when students are led well, they learn well. Have a blessed day.